Welcome to the Talking the Line podcast, presented to you by Talking the Line Sports Media, giving you our best insights and analysis so you can rake in some cold hard cash on your next sports bet. Now sit on back, open up your mind, and let's cash some tickets. We can't thank you enough for joining us. We hope you enjoy. Good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers. And what? And welcome in to episode number 258 of the Talking the Line podcast on this absolutely beautiful Monday of bets. I hope you had a spectacular weekend and you're ready to keep the good vibes flowing into the week here with your boy. But before we can do any of that, Please, if you could be so kind for me, take a few seconds to smash that subscribe button on whatever platform you are currently ingesting the TTL pod on. If you are watching on YouTube, you might as well hit that notification bell over there as well so you never miss the start of a live show or any additional content dropping on this here channel. Or if you are watching on one of the social media platforms like Facebook or Twitter, make sure you hit that like button, that follow button there, so you never miss any of the additional TTL social media content. Or if you are listening to the pod on your favorite podcast directory, make sure you hit that subscribe button there too if you haven't already, as the audio of every single live show releases after each one is complete. Next item up on the docket. Hey, if you'd be so so kind, you can find it in your heart to do so while you are watching today's show. Go ahead and uh, hit that other like button. Leave me a comment. Leave me a rating. Jump on over yonder in the live chat if you are watching live. You know I love to connect with you guys live here on the show. Throw your comments live up on the screen and dive into some rabbit holes right alongside with you. If you are on Twitter, please pop over to Facebook or YouTube if you want to drop some comments in, a little PSA there for you too. And if you wouldn't mind, maybe hit that share button, send it on over to your brothers, mothers, fathers, sisters, aunts, uncles, friends, enemies, neighbors, people who live on the opposite side of the damn globe as you, but you refer to as a good old-fashioned ticket cash and degenerate because that's what I am here at the TTL pod, and I can't thank you enough when you do all of those things because it only helps me make TTL sports media bigger and better for each and every one of you last certainly not least head on over down there to this episode's description where you will locate the talking the line link tree within that link tree you will find the talkingtheline.com website all of my additional social platforms and ttl's social platforms and all of my additional content so you can consume all of that jazz in one convenient location however and whenever you please Ladies and gentlemen and beautiful gambling people, joining me for episode number 258 of the Talking Alive podcast, I am your humbled, honored, hyped, and always handicapping host, Colton Capping Colt Soroka, and I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out, get some pics, uh, do a little board walking with me, dive into some rabbit holes, get some laughs, a little bit of motivation to wrap things up. 
then go on and get about our Mondays. Now, uh, gonna be a little bit of a quicker episode from your boy here today. I mean, not like 15 minutes quick, uh, but I am recording season three of Wise Words, episode number five here today at 12.30 p.m. Central. I usually don't do that till about two, between two and four Central, but uh, my guy here today only had this block, and I said, hey man, I'm not missing out on this. This is the perfect time I need to be able to talk to you, so let's get it locked in. So I hammered that down. I hammered him in, so uh, he will be live in primetime with us, uh, well, tonight, but uh, on Wednesday, 12 p.m. Central. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, or go to talkingtheline.com slash wise-words-podcast. As far as today goes, my friends, uh, limited slate. I don't want to say limited slate if you are an MLB fan, because obviously there's plenty of games going on. Uh, Four out of the National League, five out of the American League, and then we got three interleague play games. Obviously, we'll go through all of those uh, courtesy of our friends over there. Wager Talk is what I'm looking at, the bold right now. I'll pop that up on the screen here shortly. Uh, one NHL game. I won't waste any time talking about that. That's actually the Moneyline Dice Roll of the day. So the whole cubicle objects that be already live here on set. Uh, we'll talk all about that. Uh, so I won't waste any time giving my opinions on that one. And then no NBA. NBA playoffs right around the corner. Thursday starts the play-in game. So uh, I'll talk about that more as it rolls on into the week, and especially in the ransom reactions, some of that more stuff. Because you know I won't have a boatload of NBA plays because I didn't get involved all year long. So give me a little while uh, for the the week to kind of unfold, and we'll talk about that more uh, as the bracket unfolds and stuff like that. So check it out. Keep tuning in. Uh, But for today, it is all MLB Bay Bay. So without further ado, my friends... Let's get in the first segment of the day. Boardwalking with Cap'n Colt. That's right, my friends. Let me do one of these numbers and one of these numbers. And now you see what I see, baby. That's what I was looking at. Once again, let me remove this uh, so we can shout them out properly. Courtesy of our friends over there at wagertalk.com. We appreciate you. We'll keep you up for the duration of this. Also, shout out to my good friends at etherbrews.com and the etherbrews. I got lots to talk about to them second half of the show, but man, oh man, is that a crispy lid. Woo, please. For now, though, we talk about this board. All of the MLB games, you see up top, we have the National League. You see right here, we have the American League. And you see down there, we have the Interleague. Now, for sake of not uh, not confusing everybody and bouncing all over this doggone thing, I'm just going to go top to bottom. Now, what you will notice is that it is not the correct times. So I would technically be starting here, then going up to the NL, then going down to the interleague twice, then coming back here, then go... Forget that. I'm not going all over the place and making everybody confused and whatever. So I do have a good handful of plays. Uh, I'll let you know if I got a play uh, out of one. I-, I got a boatload of action today. So Somebody asked me this weekend, too, and I kind of wanted to to set the stage. So I do view myself as a handicapper. Obviously, I get up every morning. I spend two hours handicapping lines. I do the night before as well. Like, I consider myself a handicapper. But at the end of the day, I consider myself more of an edutainer. Um, I can put out plays, and you guys can play them. You can fade them. I'm not telling you that I am the end-all, be-all source of everything. I don't know shit about fuck at the end of the day, and I've always been truly transparent about that. Yes, I do a lot more work than the average human being. Yes, I have connections that have allowed me to learn a lot about sports gambling. But at the end of the day, I'm here to make other people just as smart at sports gambling as I am, help you understand what are these percentages? What are these numbers? Why are they doing that? Where can I start to make a basis of a play? What are these books trying to do to me? Because at the end of the day, the books are trying to beat us and we're all trying to beat the books. So I'm not saying I'm better than anybody. I'm not saying I'm worse than anybody. I'm just saying I'm trying to make everybody better at the end of the day. So 
I'm going to slim up, tighten up some of my analysis. I won't go all the way through. Of course, I'll still have my trends. I'll have everything. But at the end of the day, when it comes to the plays, I'm going to keep that tighter. And I just really want to focus on making everyone understand why these lines are set this way, why these things are happening this way, and truly where can you find the value based on these things. So I know that's what I've always done, but just a kind of a minor change. It just won't be as analytical. I'll still have it. You'll kind of see what I'm talking about. So let's get things rocking and rolling, my friends. Uh, top of your screen. You see it here. Let me take my doggone. Uh, let's see. Hold on. Cursor over here. Is that the right one? I'm going to need... Oh, wait, did I, what did I do here? What did I do? Okay, yeah, here it is. Okie dokie, Artema Chokies. We go to the first game up on tap. Rotation number 951, 952. We got first pitch, 115 p.m. Central Standard Time. You see it highlighted on your screen. Pittsburgh Pirates going up against the St. Louis Cardinals. You got Zach Thompson going up against Dakota Hudson for the Cardinals. Uh, right now, obviously, you can see a boatload of bets. The tickets coming in on the Pirates. 75% uh, of the tickets and 73% of the actual money is wagered on St. Louis's money line. And we can all see that. Even a blind man can see that. That is why I'm avoiding the full game money line. I saw a boatload of experts already on this talking about, oh, this is undervaluation, undervaluation. And I just... I don't want to throw shade at anybody, my friends, but in this industry, when you see 15 people back in a specific side and the line is moving in the opposite direction and they're like, oh, I got this at X dollars and, and it's 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 like getting better for them. Like they they're holding up that CLV trophy. We like to talk about closing line value. They got it at plus 100. It now sits minus 120 and they sit up on their mountain excited as all hell. I can promise you that a lot of people are doing that with the Pittsburgh Pirates. So I'm avoiding the full game because a lot of people are involved there. But I am going to get involved in the first five. I think we're getting crazy value on the first five because of, because of this pitching matchup. Now, uh, Pittsburgh first five run line plus a half is my first official best bet out of this one. Um, so... It's not based off yesterday's game. That drubbing, I don't care. 9-4, to four, cool. I do care. Like, it's awesome. I think Pittsburgh's uh, offense has woken up. I think their bats are ready to rock and roll. And I've said it here in the NL uh, Special Edition that I think St. Louis's back half of their lineup really starts to get them in trouble, and that's what we're going to start seeing here today. Uh, again, Zach Thompson against Dakota Hudson. You see it there. Thompson made his debut in 2021 with the Marlins, uh, so really not much tape on him. Cardinals have never officially faced him, not a single uh, batter in that lineup up has had an official at bat against him I think he dominates the cards here from start to finish one through nine today and then I think Hudson uh kind of gets rocked around he pitched two games last year both were against the Cubs one was absolutely terrible and one was great but I remind you of how shit that Cubs roster was at the end of last year it was in shambles it was not good uh and I really think he's gonna get beat all over the ballpark today Remember, we don't need the Pirates to be winning the first five. We just need to have them tied, and I really think they get that done, especially when you're giving me plus 106 odds. So that's what my, my mind is there. I think Zach Thompson can keep us in the game, and uh, I think Dakota Hudson makes a few mistakes, and that Pirates offense can also keep us in the game as well. So there you go, my friends. First best bet of the day, Pittsburgh Pirates, first five, run line, plus a half. I'll obviously recap all these two. I won't ever uh, take that away. But next one up here, my friends, we got the Mets against the Phillies, rotation number 952. 
953-954. We have a 5.45 p.m. Central Time first pitch. Uh, you got Taiwan Walker going up against Ranger Suarez. Uh, I talked about Suarez being the question mark for me in this uh, in the back half of this Phillies rotation uh, when we were talking about the uh, NL Central Division when I did that special edition. Again, just mentioned that. Um, my first instinct, gut instinct reaction was to go to Taiwan Walker. Uh, I looked. I checked it out. The odds just scared me away, if I'm going to tell you guys the truth. I I think that's the right side. I think Suarez ends up jacking up a little bit. Uh, the Mets have traditionally hit lefties very well. I just don't know what uh, uh, Walker is going to do yet. So keep an eye on Taiwan. Taiwan's going to have value as the year rolls on. But right now, I think you need to see this first matchup, especially against what has already proven over the weekend to be an electric Phillies offense that is going to be dangerous all throughout the entire year. So... I say keep your ears to the streets. Uh, maybe maybe take a side on this one, but don't put any money on it. You know, one of them just, uh, them, uh, this is a, a data collecting game. So a little something to think about there. We move right along, but no official play from me in that matchup. Next one up, we move along to the Washington Nationals against the Atlanta Braves. Uh, Huascar Yanoa, after being injured most of last year, comes back to make his first official start for the Braves. Uh, Washington has not announced an official starter yet. I told you this was going to be their fucking Achilles heel. There's there's four, three, four guys, uh, three guys I think that you know, like, okay, they can depend on Corbin being one of them, but not really depend on. And then all of a sudden, next thing you know, they don't know who the hell's starting in the fourth game of the series. And I think this is going to be the Achilles heel of that Nationals team all year long. If they can't get offense going, they are doomed because this pitching rotation in the back half of this bullpen, too, is not good. Yeah, I'm going to say it. They're ass. They are complete ass. It is not good. I said it in the NL, in the NL breakdown. Go back and listen to me if you don't believe me. I said this Washington rotation is going to get them in trouble. I don't care what those bats want to do, and we're kind of already seeing it. So there you go. Rotation number 955, 956, 620 p.m. Central. First pitch. There's my thoughts on the Braves against the Nats. Final matchup in the National League here tonight, my friends. We got an 8.45 p.m. first first pitch, central time first pitch. Hold on, 8.45 p.m. central time first pitch. There we go. That's how you use your English words. Colt, way to go, bub. Bright eyes, big smiles. Rotation number 957-958. We got the San Diego Padres and the San Francisco Giants. Uh, N- Nestor, see, uh, wow, I was doing really good here today with, uh, all of these, uh, these pitcher names and everything. This is actually one I, I have a play out of later. It's on the, uh, Monday Madness Parlay, but I don't have a, uh, play of, for my best bets as far as that goes. That is Nick Martinez. Don't try and make it anything harder than it is. It's just Nick Martinez, Colt, uh, and everybody out there. So now, you know, Nick Martinez is going to be that next guy in that rotation. I talked about that kind of being Achilles heel. If the Padres couldn't figure out who that fourth, fifth guy was going to be, yikes, they got Nick Martinez in. We'll see what he does. I'm a huge fan of Alex Wood. If you followed this show at all last year, you follow any of my MLB plays, you know I love Alex Wood when he's on the pump for uh, the uh, Giants, and I think he's going to keep dealing. So I'm ready to rock and roll on the lefty. I got to play on it, but stick around for the next segment. Monday Madness Parlay gets you a little extra juice. We'll get there. That's the NL, mis compadres. Let's keep it moving and uh, keep it a-grooving into the American League. 
I do have a play on this one. Let me uh, slide on over here real quick, my friends, so I can uh, make sure I got everything right for you here. Yes, sir, Rebob. Oh, oh, easy now. All right. First matchup uh, coming out of the American League. We got a 1:10 p.m. Central time first pitch. Rotation number 959-960. Uh, Cleveland Guardians. If I just said the Indians, I'm apologizing uh, once again. I'm gonna keep doing that probably till at least we're a month into this season. Uh, Kansas City Royals as well. The Cleveland Guardians are uh, trotting out Aaron Savale uh, on the old bump, and then Carlos Hernandez coming out for Kansas City. Uh, pretty much the exact same thing I'm already seeing. Uh, everybody and their brothers, kind of how I talked about Pittsburgh. Everybody and their brothers is already on Kansas City. Oh, we've seen the movement. We bought in at plus 100. Now it's up to minus 120. Here's my closing line value. What do you think? And we know how that happens. They end up going in the trash can labeled CLV with your big, nasty, stinky trophy. That's right. I'm a poet and I didn't even know it, but I do have a play out of this game. Uh, sticking to the first five. Going to take the Guardians' first five run line plus a half. Getting it right around minus 134. I think that's incredible value. And point blank period, that is just because what these two teams do in their matchups against each other, which is a lot, there's a lot of sample size, is they tie in the first five. Whether that's Cleveland scrapping back, whether that's Kansas City scrapping back, it doesn't matter to me. I was going to take the first five on either side, and it just so happened Cleveland be the ones that got it. So Cleveland is 5-0 and oh to the first five run line when you give them plus a half in the last five meetings, 8-2 and two to the plus a half last 10 meetings. So sold on that alone, and then this pitching matchup really did it for me. Savale versus Hernandez. Uh, Hernandez has not had an official start against Cleveland, um, and after this uh, Cleveland offense have been embarrassed in the first two games of the uh, this series, I think they wake up here and really start to rock and roll, especially after last night's performance. Uh, they drubbed them 13-4, to so I think we see something a little bit similar to that. And I think uh, Savale, if you look at his top-line numbers against Kansas City, he holds a, a little bit above a uh, 3 ERA, and I think they're a little bit inflated just because of a small sample size. He's only had 53 at-bats against this lineup. 271 batting average, 314 OBP, and an 872 OPS. I think that uh, we see a little bit of positive regression on those numbers because he always starts the season off solid. 2.94 ERA last April. And I think we see something very, very similar from Savale. So... In Savale, we trust in the Guardians' bats we trust. And remember, my friends, once again... We just only have to have it tied. The Guardians do not have to be winning this one outright. So give me the Guardians first five run line plus a half for my second best bet of the day. Rotation number 959-960. Moving right along, my friends. Rotation number 961 and 962. We have a 4.10 p.m. Central Standard Time first pitch and also a first sip right now. Mm. Actually, who am I? What have I done? Oh, my gosh. I am. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. My, hold on. To me. To thee. Sipping on the black elixir of the gods on this gorgeous Monday of bets. Please take your sip. I apologize. I know we're all su not superstitious, just a little stitious. So take your sip. I'll be right back. Oh, child, please. Woohoohoohoo! Back into it, rotation number 961-962, the Boston Red Sox. Shout out Jeff Dawson over there at East Coast Sports Investors. My guy, my man, appreciate the hell out of you. Going up against the Detroit Tigers, uh, Matt Manning on the bump for the Tigers. Michael Waka, Waka Flaka on the mound for the Red Sox. Um, I got to play out of this one. Uh, first leg actually to tip off or kick off, pitch off, whatever, on the Monday Madness Parlay. So stick around for that. We will talk all about it here very, very, very shortly. Uh, so next one up. 
Oakland Athletics against the Tampa Bay Rays. Rotation number 963-964, p.m. Central Time. First pitch, my friends. Uh, just a couple of things on this one. I think this is another data collector game. I think you can take a side, but do not put any money on it. Don't risk your bankroll on this. Kind of jury's still out. What the hell is Paul Blackburn going to do for Oakland? I'm not sure uh, what he looks like. Luis Patino had good games here and there last year, but then there was times like this when you would see him minus 220, you get involved in the first five, and he would just absolutely lay an egg. So I think this one's more of a data collector. Uh, just keep your ears to the streets. I don't like any value in it. I don't like where the eight and a half is. I, I don't like none of it. So I just say collect some data and stay out of this one all together. Next one up. Rotation number 965-966. We got a 6.05 p.m. Central Time. First pitch going to New York. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays against the New York Yankees. Yankees are trotting out uh, Jameson Talion or Talon. Uh, and then Alec Manoa taking the pump for the Jays. Give me all of Manoa. Uh, I got to play out of this game here. Uh, it is actually the second leg on the Monday Madness Parlay. So stick around for that. Uh, there's three legs. And we only got one more to kind of tell you about here for the Monday Madness. And we'll actually tell you what the legs are here very soon. So, keep it moving, keep it grooving. We have <laughs> the time has officially come. Hear ye, hear ye! Make way for the legend of Chris Flexen as he takes the bump once again for the M's, baby. Please, if you don't know by now, on my gravestone it will read. Here lies Cap'n Colt, hammered in the M's first five plus a half every time Chris Flexen was on the bump. That is what it will read in between the dash. You know how there's the year you live, the year you died. That dash will be gone, and that will be in between my years. What am I taking? Obviously, I'm taking it. Come on, baby. We're taking the Seattle Mariners' first five run line plus a half, getting it right around minus 115. I'm going to slide over here real quick, and I'm also taking the Mariners' full game on the money line. So what do I always tell you guys about that? Uh, we take the first fives for a full unit. I absolutely love that. First five plus a half for a full unit. You're getting, again, right around minus 115 odds. And then the full game for a half unit. Why do we do this? Uh, I tweeted this out on Sunday or Saturday. If you didn't see it, there's some key reasons why I do this. And a lot of people ask, like, why, why do you do that double? Like, if you're just confident, just play the one. Sometimes you get some Fugazi nonsense happening in the bottom of the fifth inning where a team will go up three to two and you get busted in the first five but the team that you bet on has been playing an absolutely electric game and you have this feeling inside of you that, damn, I think they're going to come back in the 7th, 8th inning. Well, you hammered in the early odds when it was really, 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 really valuable only for a half unit. So even if it loses, you're still not down two. You're still risk managing. You're still money management, managing. You're playing it safe, right? But at the end of the day, now you have this opportunity Sixth, seventh inning goes by. Oh my gosh, that team that regained the lead, busted your first five, now gives up the lead again. Holy shit, they don't get it back. And you just cast a nice plus money, Paulie. So the Mariners' money line is at plus money, plus 116. So you even get to recoup a little bit more of your money. So that's why I do it. Again, I'm going to start explaining this as to why I make these plays, not just, oh, these are my plays, and this is why you should do it. Everybody should know how to make these plays. I had a couple of people hit me up in the DMs and like, yo, where do you start your process? What do you do here? I would love to learn. And I was like, damn, you know, a lot of people don't talk about that shit. A lot of people just talk about, I'm the best capital on the planet and you should watch all me and pay all my money. And not that that's wrong. Hey, y'all all have your place. And I know a lot of my friends are out there in the industry and I love you. I, 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 to each his own. But at the end of the day, I think people need to understand a little bit more about the lines. So 
there you go. I, I hope you understand why I do that. Uh, but again, back in Chris Flexen, it is the legend of Chris Flexen ready to rock and roll. The legend rides on. Uh, he's been dominant as all hell against Minnesota. Two games pitched, 13 innings. He's gone 3.46 ERA. Uh, and then Dylan Bundy on the bump. You see it there for Minnesota. If you did not follow him last year with the Angels and you lived under a rock, steaming pile, dumpster fire, my friend. It was bad, 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 bad. Torched all year long in the back half of the Angels lineup. And then now he comes to Minnesota to face Seattle where he's actually faced him twice two games against them only six and a third he's gone and he carries a 4.26 ERA so I think the M's offense absolutely torches Dylan Bundy again here today but again we don't have to be winning in the first five we just need to have Seattle have it tied which I have very very full confidence in and then I think they squeak it out at the very end and uh, win the uh, first game of this series so or, or the uh, last game of this series. I apologize. I came out totally wrong. Last game of this series. So uh, give me all the Chris Flexen. The legend rides on. And if you want to, you, you, you question my my belief and my faith in Chris Flexen. I wrote a blog right around this time last year. You can go back and look in the archives. Talkingline.com slash Colts dash blog. And there is the legend of Chris Flexen blog. Like I've been rocking with this dog for a minute since the Mets drafted him. And then he got traded to the M's. I've been rocking with this boy for a hot minute. So shout out Chris Flexen. Let's keep cashing tickets, buddy. Rotation number 967, 968, 640 PM central time. First pitch, Seattle versus Minnesota. Okay, my friends. Three more up on tap. I'm going to get out of here by 1030. Not out of here, just out of this segment. So everybody relax. Don't go nowhere. We got another segment. We got plenty of segments. Plenty of nonsense coming up. So uh, two, uh, three more on tap here. Milwaukee Brewers against the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Milwaukee obviously uh, is going to be, uh, the, should be a heavy favorite in this game. Uh, but they're not as heavy as I was anticipating. Um, to tell you the truth, I anticipated this line minus 170, minus 180, minus 200. But I think the uh, the Brewers proved very beatable against my Cubbies over the weekend here. I cannot lie to you. So, am I telling you to run to the window to back to the back the Orioles? No, because I'm not. I have no play in this matchup. I actually was looking at that and I ended up staying away simply because Bruce Zimmerman is just unproven and he had a terrible, like a uh, 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 not even a sub eight ERA last year in April. So, I think you just remain calm, don't get too crazy, and uh, stay out of this game. So. There you go. Nothing out of that one for me. Uh, another kind of data collector. I don't even think you can really collect much data out of this one. I think it's going to be kind of a mess. Hauser and Zimmerman both giving up a bunch of runs. Maybe the over's nice, but eh, I don't know. I'm not sold on it. So stay out of that one because we got two plays out of these final two games. This one I have two plays out of, and 973, 974 is actually a leg on the Monday Madness Parlay. So we'll talk about that, and it won't take no time at all. So final one here, my last little bit of a analysis here for my best bets of the day. Actually, let me slide back over on here real quick so I can make sure I got everything for you. We got rotation number 971 and 972, 3.05 p.m. Central Time. First pitch, my friends. Make sure you got it in before then. We got a battle of the lefties, Colorado Rockies against the Texas Rangers. Alex Gomber, or Austin Gomber, I'm sorry, against uh, Taylor Hearn. Um, I'm all over Gomer. Give me Gomer and the Rocks. They're playing good. They look good against the Dodgers over the weekend, and I'm still on it. Uh, I think they're being just a little undervalued here because they are on the road. They obviously haven't played a road game yet this year. What are the Rockies? I think the Rockies are brand new, and they are pristine. But really what sold me, uh, again, first five run line plus a half is going to be my one-unit play, and then we're going to take the Rockies full game money line for a half unit as well. Uh, it's pretty much exact same scenario I told you with Seattle, so I won't waste breath there. But I will tell you just a little bit about the pitching matchup so you can kind of believe me on that end. Austin Gomer, the lefty, 
He's not spectacular by any means, but he will get the job done, and he's handled Texas well in his career. Two games against him, 3.48 ERA, only 14 at bats, uh, so I look for that to kind of regress, actually. 222 batting average, 433 OBP at an 822 OPS. Now, before you run away and hear those numbers and say, what the hell, I'm really thinking positive regression, and I think you need to take a look at Taylor Hearn. He has been riding the struggle bus since he came into the MLB, and especially uh, against Colorado. He pitched one game against them, uh, 9.00 ERA in 10 at-bats, 389 batting average, 500 OBP, and a 1.222 OPS. So I think Colorado continues to absolutely rock him. I think they get a huge lead here early. Again, they only need to have it tied, but I think they get a huge lead early. Uh, I just like the half-run backing, and then I don't think that the Rangers bullpen is able to do anything or get, allow them to scrap back in the game. And I absolutely think that Gober uh, goes 5-6 here and then that uh, Colorado Rockies bullpen shuts them down. So there you go. There's my thoughts on Rockies against the Rangers. And that does it for boardwalking with Cappen. Cool. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. There we go. Who popped in here? What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? James! What is the green, yellow, red mean on the board? Oh, I'm sorry, James. I gotta pop over here. I gotta have this thing up. Uh, I, I'm doing, I'm not good at my producers. Uh, producer duty. Actually, let me pop this up so we can uh, we can actually talk about that. That's dope. Okay, so um, what this is, is that basically this is a board generated for betters, right? So this is not generated for the betting public, right? So so or, or, or this is not generated for for the books, right? This is this is all generated for the betting public. This is for us to be able to take in and how can we utilize this to beat the books? So the red is it's moving in a negative way against us. So right there you see right next to us Cleveland and Kansas City that 64 and the 52 highlighted in red. Now what that means is that is has dropped down and more money, more bets have came in on Kansas City since the last time we looked at this. I remember it was right around 65, I think it was, yeah, see, 65, 52. So you just popped up 65 and 54 is where it was at before. Now, you'll see the green, the green means it moved positively in a direction. It, it has gone up uh, in our favor. So you'll see those movements um, ticking and you just got to kind of watch those numbers and see where it's going, see what's happening. But they, uh, they tend to be... Uh, more aggressive movement uh, when you see green a little bit less and then that yellow is just right in the middle as far as that movement goes so uh, I hope that uh, makes you helps you understand a little bit more there because uh, you kind of see like oh a little bit of actually that 52 just changed a little bit of action it just kind of helps you see like oh this is some sharp action this is heavy action coming in right now like see down okay right down there bang perfect opportunity Seattle Mariners against the Minnesota Twins 83%, 75%, but they're saying green, that's more sharp action than a big, uh, heavy public play. So you see the red, more a little bit public play here with Cleveland, Kansas City, which is why I'm sticking to the first five and not the full game. So a little bit to think about there. Uh, it just kind of shows you what's happening, where it's moving, what's going. And then other books will also utilize it to... Uh, you got to be careful. Wager Talk is the best. Shout out our, our friends over at Wager Talk, Kelly and Marco and, and all the Wager Talk family. I love you guys to, to pieces. Appreciate the hell out of you. Um, but they, they do it the best. But some other books will will indicate some colors like green and red with like the best available odds or the worst available odds. So you got to be careful like to make sure that that it's actually tracking it. But there you go, James. I appreciate your uh, I appreciate your question, my man. It, uh, it was definitely a, a nice little rabbit hole to get down there. So, hey, appreciate you, James. You the man. All right, so there goes Boardwalking with Captain Colt. Let's get in the second half of the show. And my friends, that is the M -M 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 Monday Madness Parlay. 
Four legs on that bad boy, plus 818 odds. All right, keep eyes on comments. Keep eyes on comments. Keep eyes on comments. Okay, plus 818 odds. Keep eyes on camera. Keep eyes on comments. Keep eyes on camera. Okay, here we go. Quick sip. Keep eyes on camera. Keep eyes on comments. Okay, bright eyes, big smiles. Whoa. Bright eyes, big smiles. Here we go. Four legs. Monday Madness Parlay. First leg uh, on that bad boy. We're taking Detroit Tigers. First five run line. Plus a half. Pretty much kind of told you why I like that one. Uh, Matt Manning against Michael Waka. I have a lot more faith in Manning than I do Waka. I think we see a little bit of struggle bus here, and I thought that line should be much longer. Give me that first five plus a half. Second leg, give me the Toronto Blue Jays first five run line plus a half as well. They were actually favored on the run line this morning. Uh, They were also favored on the money line and then quickly flipped. I said, well, hell, if you're going to give me a half run of backing on a parlay, I might as well take that instead of the money line. It was actually right around the same odds. So I took the plus a half there as well, or not not, not right around the same odds. That's how we would have took it on the money line. So I didn't want to get wild just in case something happens where it pushes out. So Toronto first five plus a half, second leg, third leg. Miami Marlins, first five run line, plus a half. Uh, One of my favorite uh, young pitchers, Mr. Hernandez, on the bump for uh, the Miami Marlins, Eduardo Hernandez. Um, Absolute stone-cold killer. I think he has a day and a half. I think Michael Lorenzen struggles for the Angels, and uh, I think Miami's winning this in the first five, but again, we only need him to have it tied. And then I told you about this one, it seems like forever ago, San Francisco Giants, first five money line. So we're taking the fourth leg is on the money line. All the other three are first five run line plus a half. Fourth leg, San Francisco Giants on the money line. Again, I'll recap all this, but uh, I love Alex Wood. He is a dominant-ass pitcher. He takes care of business. He was great for us last year uh, in the orange and black, and I think he returns to that same dominance here this season. So I don't think we got nothing to worry about. I think we got plenty of uh, plenty of value here on those four legs, and uh, I think that baby's making it straight to the pay window. So if you got an extra, hey, 10 bucks burning a hole in your pocket, 20 bucks burning a hole in your pocket, 20 bucks, you get a fresh 170, 190 payout. Uh, you, you got a fresh 50 burning a hole in your pocket. You can do the math. I'm not, I, I mean, hey, to pay out in the half. So there's your four legs. Why don't I just go right on ahead, my friends? And while we are uh, talking about the old Monday Madness Parlay, why don't we just recap all of today's best bets of the day? Well, I'm so glad you asked because I already got that ready to rock and roll. Without further ado, my friends, let me, hey, absolutely, James, appreciate you, my brother. Absolutely. No problem at all, my man. Definitely, uh, like I said, I am a I'm an edutainer, man. I like to uh, I like to make people smarter out here at the end of the day than try and tell you that I'm the smartest one because I'm a well wiped it off my I'm a humble dipshit. They can barely wipe that word off my forehead every morning. So hey, appreciate you popping by, my brother. You the man. Uh, so let's keep it moving. We will recap all of my best bets of the day. Just so you guys got again, fade them, play them, rock them, don't rock them. I have played every single one of them. Please play them for your unit and half units, whatever that might be. I am a 50 and $100 player, but I have that bankroll to do that. I have that bankroll set aside, but please be who you can afford to be. That all being said, my friends, my best bets of the day in the special play, the Monday Madness Parlay recapped for you for this beautiful Monday of bets, April the 11th, 2022. Oh, there he is. There he is. That is the legendary Chris Flexen, ready to rock and roll. He's saying, hey, 
Y'all better hammer these in right here, right now, and we're going to go straight to the pay window. You see what he's saying, but I'll recap him here for you just in case you're listening, not watching. First one up on tap, we're taking the Cleveland Guardians' first five run line plus a half. Then we're going to the Pittsburgh Pirates' first five run line plus a half as well. Following it up with the Colorado Rockies' first five run line plus a half for a full unit, and then a half unit sprinkle on the Colorado Rockies' full game money line. Then we're going to the Seattle Mariners' first five run line plus a half. The legend of Chris Flexen rides on. That's a full unit play. And then a half unit sprinkle on the Mariners full game money line as well. Opposite side of that far side of your screen, you see the Monday, Monday, Monday madness parlay. Half unit play on that bad boy. Please stick to your bankroll management. But the four legs on that paying out at over eight to one odds. The Detroit Tigers first five run line plus a half. The Toronto Blue Jays first five run line plus a half. The Miami Marlins first five run line plus a half. And the San Francisco Giants. Giants full game money line parlay those up call it the Monday Madness parlay hammer in those other six straight plays and get on your walking shoes because we got plenty of trips straight to the cage to make but before we can I need you to Lock them in, hammer them home, sprinkle a little bit of dough down, whatever you need to say. Just make sure you get my today's best bets of the day hammered in or not. Can't tell you what to do, but they are clearly primed for ticket cashing in whatever the current best line is on you. Favorite sports book. Woo! Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. It's book bankrupting time. It's ticket cashing time. It is show time. That's my mindset here today. I, I'm seeing a clean sweep. I'm seeing a clean sweep. Would tell you I'm a little worried about Pittsburgh, just how many people I see. That's the only one I'm worried about, though. Full transparency. Every other one I think is clean sweep. Uh, I, I just seen way too many people. That's why I did stick with the first five, but hmm, full transparency. Always transparent over here on this side of the, the screen. So there you go. There you have it, my friends. One more time. My best bets of the day for this beautiful Monday. Bets April the 11th, 2020. Okie doke, artichokes. Let's keep this proverbial podcast train steaming on down the tracks with the next segment of the day. Quick, fast, and in a hurry because they are wonderful friends of this show. The Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day, my friends. That's right. Uh, Holy cannoli. All right. Don't know. Hey, right in my lap. All right. Thought I lost it. All right. It's time for today's Moneyline Dice Roll of the Day. You see it down there in your ticker. We got the Winnipeg Jets up against the Montreal Canadiens. Les habitants. Uh, last time I looked, Winnipeg right around minus 136 favorite. And uh, the over-under set at 6.5 as well. Let me click over that. Uh, down to minus 121 now is Winnipeg. After a minus 162, it opened. So maybe the old Habs got a little something brewing here today. If you're a fan of ASMR. There you are. There you have it. Let me do one of these numbers so uh, we're not all glitchy. All right. Without further ado, first roll of the day, home or away, are we going to the home team, Les Habitants, or are we going to the away team, Jets? I have no idea, haven't the slightest clue, but I ensure you, we all find out in three, in two, in one. Hit the paper, but slow roll. Home team! Les Habitants. I'll aim more this direction so we don't hit that paper next time, folks. With the second roll of the day, money line or ATS. Are we getting that plus money, Pauly? Worked up here on this show, or I didn't look at it, but let me click over again. The plus one and a half is at minus 110, so there's no way I'm asking you to lay two bills, nor should these die. So whatever they select, we are taking that money line. Shoot it out. ATS, it's a money line. Uh, So 
Uh, money line. There you go. There you have it. Les Habitants on the money line. Unofficially. Now, maybe the dice screwed up. Maybe they saw that. Maybe like, eh, damn, sorry. My bad. We'll re-roll. Maybe not. Maybe they're doubling down. Maybe they say, no, 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 no. We're straight. Maybe we see a home money line pop up here on the wild card die. Or maybe they just skip all that nonsense, go straight to the total, give us another ticket, and we get another two straight to the pay window. I have no idea. I couldn't put my thumb on it if I tried. But I promise each and every one of you out there that the money line dice will tell you before you die. So I'm a poet and I didn't even know it. And we soon find out in three, in two, in one. See ATS. Home ATS! Home ATS! Maybe they're trying to tell us something. We will not be hammering in home ATS. That is no. We are not laying two bills. I am sorry, Dice. Money line on Les Habitants. The Dice have spoken! If you want a guaranteed take one ticket straight to the pay window, straight to the cage, straight to your bookmaker to bankrupt them left, right, and center, hammer in right here, right now. Not per me, not per any living, breathing, heart-beating human being on this planet, but per the all-knowing, ever-powerful, cubicle objects that be known as the money line dice hammering right here, right now. Les Habitants, the Montreal Canadiens, on the money line. Thank you, Dice. Thank you, Dice. Whew! Has to work out sometimes, I tell you what. Uh... <laughs> Let's see, what are the boys doing to kick off the week? Brand new page. Let's cross that out. Uh, let's see here. We got WPG versus MTL. We got MTL on the money line. Montreal Canadiens on the money line. Once again, my friends, for this beautiful 411-2022 money line dice roll of the day. Now, you want your own tracking book? Pretty handy dandy. You can check everything going on in there. You want your own MMA scorecard? I know, pretty cool. You can track some uh, some fights. You can be a judge. You can say that's bullshit. Piotr Jan should have won that this weekend. I don't know what the fuck's going on in those judges' heads. I don't know. I scored it different. But you can start scoring it yourself. Hell, you can even start rolling in Moneyline dice just like I do every single doggone day as I'm trying to get these headphones back on here situated. Or... You can check out some of the other amazing merch they got. Maybe the hat, maybe some of the other uh, wearables that they got coming out. Whatever you want. Perfect time to mention it because Moneyline Dice just came across in the ticker that direction. You'll see it again here. Stop by MoneylineDice.com. Uh, huge fans of everybody over there. It was well, 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 well before we uh, we even uh, were tight with those guys uh, or even met them before we started doing this show. So big fans of them. Check them out. MoneyLineDice.com. Uh, when you get everything in your cart, get everything picked out that you want nothing off limits enter code ttl10 at checkout that is ttl10 at checkout you're gonna get 10 percent off your first order moneylinedice.com whoo okay oh let me fix fix my doggone hat here kids whoo boy all right we are rocking and rolling now we are full bore all right baby whoo wee all right bad gum i'm gonna tell you what you guys aren't gonna see this but i got shorts on underneath my my sweats I sweats on right now. Whew. I'm hot. I'm going to tell you something. My pants are coming off, but just know that when I throw these pants behind me, I still got pants on. 
I just have pants without legs. So, hey, yes, my pants are gone. See you later. All right, we're good. Uh, wow, beat me up, Scotty. I was getting hot. I was getting hot. Should not have worn sweats and a hoodie with this uh, Chicago humidity coming out of here. So, whew, goodness gracious, all Friday. All right, I'm back in business here, kids. That was the Moneyline Dice Roll of the day. I do believe it is time to get into the second half of the show, uh, unless I see anything else uh, pertinent. No, I certainly don't. So, without further ado, my friends, let's get into the second half of the show. We'll talk some Cubby Corner, a few ransom reactions, uh, a little Crypto Corner as well, Motivation Minutes, and then we will get about our Monday. So, can't thank you guys enough for hanging out, sticking around for that first half of the show. Uh, if you're not a huge fan of sports gambling or you're just trying to learn, uh, you know me from another avenue and you're just trying to catch some insights and learn as much as you can because... You know me, I like to learn too, so I, I resonate with you guys for sure. Uh, if, that's, uh, if that's what it is, I promise you the second half of the show, you're going to love it, you're going to enjoy it, talk all things sports, rabbit holes, day, crypto, everything in between. So just stick around, let's get wild. Can't thank you guys enough for hanging out here today. But first segment of the second half of the show, just quickly, uh, my cubby corner. Nothing major. You see it there. Just went by. We're off. Uh, no game here today. Make the trip over to Pittsburgh to play the P-Roots tomorrow. I believe a two-game homestand. And then we go over to Colorado to play the Rockies after they're done with the uh, Rangers here. So I think they play the Rangers for a uh, two- or three-game sweep. Uh, yeah, well, they got, it'd be cool if they three-game sweeped them. We'd be cashing tickets on them, sons of guns. That'd be really cool if they did that. Uh, and then they go back home to uh, welcome in the Cubbies. So... Went uh, two and one. Should have clean sweeped them three and zero. With Stroh on the mound, that bullpen uh, just got a got a little bit uh, shaky there towards the end. The Brewers figured it out. Uh, is what it is. No big deal. Uh, we looked really, really good. Sometimes you're gonna lose those. I mean, it wasn't a nine zero whoop down. Like oh. Sorry, sorry, Brewers fans. Uh, you know, six five. Those will happen. Is what it is. I actually do put it on me because my uh, my Chicago Cubs C bums, which is a Chicago NFT project, was not changed as my profile picture, and it was the lucky one. And I did not change it until after nonsense happened. So it's all on me. At the end of the day, it's on me. I will be better next time. I will ensure that it is changed tomorrow for game time. I promise you, these things will never happen again. We will continue to win. Hey. Every team can't win 162 in a season, but ain't nobody said nothing about 161. So, who am I? Maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Oh, who knows? Maybe just keep tuning in, and we'll keep talking about the Cubbies at the beginning of every second half of this here show. That does it for my Cubby Corner. Super easy, super quick. Uh, nothing major. Uh, that's why I might turn this thing into a blog. Uh, I don't know, just like a quick update to the lineup. Just like a... But it's honestly quicker to talk about it like that instead of rip out a whole nother blog. And I'm already here talking to you guys. So what the hell difference does it make? Speaking of what the hell difference does it make? My rants and reactions. Who knows where the hell we go during these? Uh, a couple of things here. Nothing crazy. Uh, shout out Scotty Scheffler. Uh, big round of applause. Getting his first green jacket at the Masters. Shout out my Uncle Wally. Uncle Walleye was his birthday yesterday. He was live at the Masters. Talk about one hell of a birthday gift. I would kill to be there. Uh, didn't know because he wouldn't text me back. I thought he like didn't like me anymore. I just thought I was... I was getting swept under the rug. I was like, damn, Uncle Wally, we, we used to be cool. Like, we had a pretty solid relationship. Damn, like, all right, bet for sure. I guess I guess it, it's going to be like that. And then I found out he was at the Masters. I said, oh, okay, okay, wait a minute. I guess, I guess I'll let him do him. I guess I'll let him enjoy his, but, you know, it's about him at the end of the day. It's his day, not my day. So I, I, I yield back. I'll let him hit me up. Found out he was at the Masters. Absolutely electric. Talked to him. So shout out again, Uncle Wally. Appreciate you and happy birthday, my friend. 
Uh, all that being said, uh, wasn't absolutely electric masters. Hopefully you followed talking the line and, uh, saw the back-to-back finishes for more Kawa. Well, Rory, than more Kawa. Um, I was absolutely electric. Both of them chipped out of that bunker. Perfect in a, I mean, it was absolutely electric. It was a beautiful finish. Everything in between, um, Cam Smith, a lot of people were calling that Shuffler implosion and it ended up being Smith that imploded. So, very interesting that Scotty Shuffler caught fire on Friday and then never looked back. Like, he was never in danger of losing that. Like, there was a couple of uh, risky shots, but, I mean, he was hitting fairways. He was chipping. He was, pu- I mean, he was driving for the dough and putting for the show. Or, uh, driving for the show, putting for the dough. Well, anyway, driving for the show, putting for the dough. And uh, it was absolutely ridiculous. I mean, there was there was just not an, a spot on that golf course that he did not look comfortable and did not look good. So, Shout out to Scotty, former uh, Texas Longhorn, bringing a green jacket back to America's country. Hell yeah. Yeehaw! All right, my friends. <laughs> I crack myself up sometimes. Uh, moving right along, speaking of crack myself up sometimes, uh, when I make a very, very decided side play based off of what I know will happen, and then the judges decide to F me. UFC 273, let's talk about Jan and Sterling first. Uh, I say bullshit if you think uh, Aljo won that first round. No doubt in my mind he started to whoop his ass as that fight wore on, but that first round was just not, not like that was the deciding one, and that was all Piotr in my opinion. So, I don't know, I had a 3-2 the other way, just like the boss man Dana White said. So, I don't know, man. I mean, that fight's always going to be there. There's going to be the uh, there's gonna be that option to, uh, to always have that fight come back. Obviously, now everybody's talking about Aljo Dillashaw. I don't know, the way Aljo paraded around, like, it's not like he absolutely obliterated Jan by any means whatsoever. Like, he did have one very, very, very convincing round, but outside of that, like, I mean, whatever. I, I'm not, like, all the way sold on he needs to be the champion. Like, I think a lot of guys could come in there and beat him. I, I think I think if Sugar Sean O'Malley wasn't taking his career that he was, and, and, and like, you got to remember, Sugar Sean O'Malley is still only, like, 25, 26, I don't know, maybe maybe a little older, maybe he's a little older, now. I don't know, maybe maybe he's not, I have no idea how old he is now, but I know he's still freaking young, so he's got a lot of opportunities, we still haven't seen him fight uh, as, as much as I believe we should be seeing him fight, so I don't know, that bantamweight division is really shook up, I don't know if you... I don't really know. I tweeted some stuff out from the TTL page as far as some potential upcoming matchups. Sounds like Henry Cejudo's making a run back at it. I, I don't know what the hell's going on in the bantamweight division. There's just there's just so many names left, right, center here. So we'll see what the hell shakes out. But uh, definitely was a good fight. Um, not a great fight, but a great showing, I guess. Volkanovski against uh, TKZ. I mean, Volkanovski looked year, light years above TKZ. I mean, like light years like they didn't even look like they needed to be in the same class I mean that was absolutely insane Volkanovski fourth round TKO probably could have been stopped in the third round Volk looked good Volk looked good oh my gosh I I you know solidifying himself as that number two PFP pound for pound but also really making a serious argument if he has another fight before Kamaru does that He's pound for pound baddest dude on the planet. That man looked effing insane. And the way he was talking about it, I was watching some of his training camp uh, pre uh, in, during fight week and, and watching some, like, in addition to the countdowns, I was going back and watching some of the stuff that he had posted. And it was like, damn, he's he's on another level, man. He thinks about stuff that, like, oh, what about that twister? He's like, yeah, I drilled a thousand twisters. Like, yeah, that's already been in. We prepared for everything, I promise you. Like, he thinks of every little nook and cranny, not like, ah, yeah, there's no way he's going to do that again. Like, every little thing the reason why he got out of that 
uh, Ortega mounted guillotine was because all he did was drill guillotines and being comfortable. Um, his coach puts him in these uncomfortable. He'll be hitting pads. Just one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, three. Right here, all of a sudden, boom, takedown from the side. One of his teammates comes in, smokes his ass from the side, and he's got to sprawl. He's got to push him. He's got to pummel out. Bang, get back up on the pads. One, two, one, two, one, two, uppercut, one, two, uh, and then back to it. I mean, it is absolutely insane. Like, they start their training at a disadvantage, so when they're at a disadvantage at the in the fight, it feels like they're at an advantage. So, like, he had been in that uh, that uh, Ortega choke so many times before and probably in that exact same <laughs> situation where he thought he was about to go out, but he had seen that darkness before, and he's like, okay, I, I can make it. I can make it. Come on, I'm right there. Come, Oh, I can feel it slipping. Come on, I'm right there. Stay firm. Stay firm. And bam, grip slipped. He's out. So, big shouts uh, to Ortega. Uh, big shouts to fight of the year, no doubt in my mind, Hamzat Shemaev against Gilbert Burns. Holy free holes. My opinion, Kamzat needed that. I think it would have been a detriment for him to come in and run through Gilbert. Uh, I really think it would have. I think it would have put him on a path that he did not need to be on, and then he would get slammed through the floor in his next matchup, and the reign of Kamzat Shemaev might be over because I've seen it happen time and time again in the UFC. But for him to go three rounds with an absolute warrior like Gilbert and get dropped in the third, like, or dropped in the second, whatever it was. I mean, I'm still trying to unpack that whole fight. I've watched it over and over, and I'm still losing my mind. That is fight of the year, and you saw a different Kamzat Chmaev at the post-fight interview table, period. He had gotten his purple belt, and he was much, much different than we've ever seen him at another. It was like that 15 minutes with Gilbert put five years on his life, like just matured him, like he was instantaneously like, no, I, I was very, I was over aggressive, and and and, and I, I I gotta have the smash these guys mentality, but I have to go back after. Like he was very humble and owning up that he fucked up, and like he he that should not have gone that way whatsoever. So, I think Kamzat learned a lot, and I think we are only because now he's number two. Now he's number two in the world. He was eleven. He just beat the number two man in the world. So now he is number two. Holy shit! Number one contender fight. Put him in front of Kamaru. Holy cannoli. When he, that is, that's his fifth fight. Fourth or fifth fight. Uh, maybe four times in two years and now fifth. I, I don't know. Whatever it was, that's unheard of. So don't sleep on Kamzat. If you were too many Christmas, I don't know why, but do not sleep on Kamzat. Uh, we got Vicente Luque against Bilal Muhammad this weekend. Shout out Bilal. Uh, Chicago guy. Actually trains 10 minutes up the street from here, 15 minutes up the street from here with Juliana Pena and all those guys. Uh, shout out uh, to all that. I mean, that is a squad and a half. I would love to have the opportunity to uh, train and roll with those guys someday. Maybe I just pop in sometime. Who knows? Who, who the hell knows? But shout out to all you guys. Shout out to Bilal. Uh, obviously, we will have uh, uh, did a, did a, did a, was UFC blog. That's what I was trying to look for. Uh, drop it on Friday. I, I find it a little auspicious to drop it on Friday. I'll drop it on Friday, too, and then I'll just, obviously, I'll do it again on Saturday. But uh, it'll probably be out on Friday just because I usually have it done Thursday nights. So... Just to get her done, uh, so be on the lookout for all of that, and then uh, additional content, I'll be pumping that out all week long, and then, excuse me, also, I uh, already mentioned it, but NBA, son of a bitch, I already mentioned it, but NBA playoffs start on Thursday, uh, so I'll be uh, diving through all of that, uh, we can talk about that a little bit more in depth as the week rolls on here, but uh, stay tuned for that. We'll get on to all of that, and uh, to wrap up the ransom reactions here, because nothing all too major outside of a dot. Uh, let's see. Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. <laughs> 
<laughs> Love you, Balboa. Appreciate <laughs> Oh, shit. I killed his net. Sorry, buddy. Uh, let's see. Yeah, nothing, uh, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy I can see here. Um, yeah, okay. I'm just checking just the last couple of spots, and there's just nothing... Nothing blowing off. I'll check uh, ESPN one final time, see if we got any uh, late-breaking news, and we got a couple things, so we'll get out of here. Um, oh, yeah, Vogel out as Lakers head coach uh, officially three seasons. I, I tweeted that over the weekend if you didn't hear that. So, yeah, Frank Vogel is no longer coaching the old uh, L.A. Lakers there. Um, Doncic suffered a calf strain in the regular season finale, so maybe something to think about there. Um, T's and P's, longtime Cowboys running back coach. Um uh, Gary Brown passed away at 52. Uh, T's and P's to uh, the family of Gary Brown. Um, and outside of that, nothing all else too spectacular. Sorry to end it there on a Debbie Downer, but I'll bring it up here in the next two. Uh, appreciate uh, appreciate uh, Gary and uh, all the con contributions you made to uh, the NFL and making some obviously stone-cold killers out of that backfield. So there you go. There you have it. All of my rants and reactions okay my friends uh two more here real quick wait where the heck did that thing go i don't know why that just disappeared on me that was interesting but it's time for my now crypto corner and officially maybe they become a title sponsor maybe they don't maybe we're working on something who knows who knows who knows who knows who am i what am i to say but what i do know my friends is this episode of Cold Crypto Corner is brought to you by Etherbrews. You see it on my dome piece. You see it up there now. Your universal all-access past NFT token, non-fungible token, to breweries across the globe. Get access to free merch, early drops, naming rights, six-packs, everything all in between. You think about it uh, in a discount form that a brewery offers. We can get you access to it, and we are currently working on that if you didn't know i've joined the team over there at either bruce uh, helping them out uh with some content and uh, just really growing the brand i really believe in the project and what they're doing over there um some really cool stuff cool announcements i'll be able to roll out here soon uh the first 3d interactive nft project it is the fidget spinner of the web3 space my friends uh you can go into your wallet you can spin it around you can look at the top you can look at the bottom you can zoom in there's no other PFPs you can do that with, profile pictures. There's nothing else out there that you can do this with that I'm aware of. So maybe check it out. There's more than just the breweries. There's more than just the art. There also is an amazing community. So check them out. Etherbrews.com, E-T-H-R-B-R-E-W-S.com. Just a little over 60% minted out. Check them out. That all being said, might as well just keep it going because I was going to shout them out first things first. Shout out my man Duncan Rogoff. Uh, and, uh, everything you do for the, uh, for the space, for the community, man. Uh, I, I'm sure you guys have seen this on, uh, on my profile now, but, uh, just wanted to kind of tell you guys the background of this shout out to my new ether brew. Holy free holies. Uh, obviously you see the, uh, the background here is, uh, the ether brews emblem or, or the, uh, the label rather is the ether brews emblem, everything in between. So, if you see anybody rocking these uh, labels, they are part of the Etherbrews team, uh, whether it's a, a community team, community liaison, uh, community manager, Duncan, uh, brand ambassador, Discord manager, whatever. Anybody you see rocking that is is part of the Etherbrews uh, team. So I'm glad to say I have joined them. Um, working basically on utilizing my talents of being able to host spaces, of being a podcaster, a content creator, and, and really helping spread the word. And um, we're working on some stuff in the background. I don't want to give away too much uh, right now, but 
there's some really cool stuff that me and Duncan are working on and uh, me and the team are working on me, Ace, Baby O, everybody's seeing it uh, and also up too late, uh, everybody else involved as well. Uh, but cool stuff coming. Uh, we're going to have a space tonight. Uh, we got AMA Mondays. We got State of the Brew Union and Ask Me Anything. So pop on in. Uh, we will ha- be having brand new spaces every Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. Monday will be AMA Monday. So we'll have a topic we'll cover about the Ether Brews, maybe Gold Club, maybe the Ice Chest. This week, we're just talking the State of the Union, where we at, where we want to be, where we're going. Uh, everything all in between where we were, where we are, we're at everything in between there as well. Uh, we'll talk all about that. And then you guys can ask us anything floors open and then Tuesdays, trade Tuesdays. So we're going to go on the floor. Uh, people are really, really misunderstanding some of the value, uh, and, and the rarities behind some of these traits, even the rarities that the traits you're seeing on this guy right here. Uh, we are going to be rolling something out soon. Alpha, 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 that maybe you got to come to that space to find out about what's happening. Uh, but we'll be sweeping through the floor talking about traits saying, Oh my God gosh, can you believe this, uh, going as fast as we possibly can and, and getting stuff swept up and uh, really getting it into the right hands because there is a lot of stuff out there uh, that I want to want to let people know what the value is and uh, check out for sure. And then Thursday, Thursday, Thursdays, we'll, uh, we'll just be vibing. We'll have a great time. Those will be the longer ones. We'll probably have some artist spotlights and different stuff going on, giveaways, yada, yada, yada. So more to come. Uh, I'm obviously still full-time in sports gambling, still doing everything on there. This is kind of side gig, side hobby. I'm an entrepreneur uh, and an opportunity presented itself to me. So I just said yes. And that's what I think you guys should do in all aspects and areas of your life. Uh, Don't be afraid to say yes to certain things. And if it doesn't work out, you got to go in a different direction. That's okay. But that's something I am firmly believing uh, that that is not going to be the case uh, with Ether Brews at all. That is why I got involved. So check them out. There you go. There you have it. I wanted to shout out another community, another uh, set of awesome human beings here. Uh, let me see this direction. There's the new guy. Shout out to the C bums. Uh, this is my OG C bum. Uh, my rare guy. This is in the top 800. Y'all want to make an offer? Go right on ahead. But you ain't getting it out of my wallet. Uh, that boy's rare as all hell. But this is my new guy from this weekend. Uh, shout out Chris Madden, uh, Mr. Azark, uh, Nate. Uh, I appreciate all you guys uh, so much from the bottom of my heart. Uh, everything you guys do uh, for the space. Uh, I mean, just everything in between. I, I am I am beyond words to be able to uh, express my gratitude and, and appreciation for you guys. Um, Nate, you, you taking the opportunity to uh, to uh, to sign uh, that work? Uh, I can't wait to be able to post that up in my in my apartment, flash that off, tell everybody about it, let them know about my C bumps community and what I have the opportunity to contribute to. So, if you guys want to get involved with another amazing project, uh, Ether Brews is is obviously an amazing project, giving back to charity, um, also generating a ton, a ton, a ton of Web three and IRL utility. So is the C-Bumps. They have an NFT world uh, that they just purchased. They just uh, re-released the trailer for it. It's absolutely bananas. They have so much other cool stuff coming up. And at the same time, uh, if you are a fan of cleaning up our oceans and uh, supporting ocean charities, this is a project for you. They've donated $136,000 back to charity which comes from the direct sales uh, and then other stuff gets pumped back into the community and everything in between. So had to support a little bit more. Uh, shout out my new C-Bum. There you go, 6112 if you want to check them out. Uh, you do have an open C, but there you go. There you have it. Uh, that is at C-Bums NFT on Twitter. But officially, there you go. We'll flex the other one one more time just so you guys can see him because he's pretty doggone cool. But officially, that does it for my crypto corner. 
Once again, brought to you by Ether Brews. Go make yourself a brew. We're minting now. And before you know it, those 4,444 are about to be gone. That's right. I said only 4,444, and there's 9 billion of us on this planet. So I suggest you get to going, my friends, before those things are gone. Because there just might be... Alpha, 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 another sale coming up? I have no idea. I don't know. What do, what do I know? I don't, I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? I didn't know. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? There's huge stuff coming. Stay tuned. Stay locked in. I promise you guys, these are two projects you want to get involved in. So there you go. Officially, my crypto corner brought to you by etherbrews.com. Okie dokie, artichokies. Uh, let me get rid of this guy and get ready for the final segment of the day. My motivation minutes. I, my friends, I talked about this in a space over the weekend, um, and I can't take the full credit for it. Uh, I heard one of my favorite artists, uh, he actually wrote a book, Russ, uh, if you guys know who Russ is, um, he wrote a book, uh, called get, uh, get out of your, uh, get out of your way, get out of your own way. I believe it is, um, absolutely amazing book. Um, and and it's broken down into three parts and uh, it's actually kind of like a roadmap on how to find success. And I've listened to it. I've read it once. I've listened to it in audio form a couple of times. And he talks about these three things and I've been able to like put my own perspective on it, my own spin and, uh, really, really make an impact in the lives of others by kind of sharing this message and allowing you to like, Hey, just practice these three things. And I'm telling you this life will get a whole hell of a lot easier. So I want to tell you those, give you a little perspective. And then, uh, you know, my three words wanted to kind of tell you those as well. And then, uh, just a little bit else and, uh, we'll get on up, get on out. So the three things, my friends are delusion, persistence, and gratitude. Number one delusion. My mind keeps snapping back to the time when Tiger Woods was asked either him or Arnold Palmer. And when faced with the question, when asked the decision um, or name any other major golfer you want, when asked with that decision, he said, me. After a brief pause, instantaneously said me. To which the interview replied, you don't, what do you mean? Well, you have to believe in yourself, don't you? You have to know that you're the greatest before you even are, don't you? And I want to share a quote with you that I come back to every single day that helps me keep pushing because I know who I am, whose I am, and what I'm meant to be, and you guys should too. And that's the fact that I'm a millionaire. They just ain't paid me yet. Have that mindset. That's not cocky. That's not arrogant. And if somebody wants to tell you that's arrogant, then their light's not shining bright enough. They got to tell you that your light's shining too damn bright. And I got two words that you can tell that person, and it ain't happy birthday, my friends. So it's something to think about. Have that delusion. Don't worry about what others think. Don't worry about what a perception of you is. You are already the best. You are already a millionaire. They just ain't paid you yet. You want to reach the peaks of this life? You want to attain those goals in your life? Then you have to start living like you already have. You have to be delusional, literally walking around like you are hallucinating, like you have already done this. Like you are making content, like people are, even if you have one view, like people are absolutely consuming. Delusion is what it takes. And if you cannot look in yourself in the mirror and have delusion and faith in yourself when no one else does, then I don't know if you're going to find success in your life. That has to be number one. Fuck what everybody else thinks. Two, is while you're doing that, it ain't going to be easy. It ain't going to be easy at all, I promise you, but you have to persist. And I told this story over the weekend uh, of how I, I view persistence and adversity. And I view adversity as standing on a battlefield. 
and you see your enemy, you are the only one, you ain't even got an army behind you, cut. it is only you. And you see the enemy army out there, and you see they're drawing their bows, and all of a sudden you see whoosh, all of them light up in flames. Holy shit, they're about to get wild on my ass. Damn! Buckle down. All right, armor's good. Let's see what's good. Now, you got an option. When that adversity, those flaming arrows are flying across the battlefield at you, you got an option to cower, try and use what armor you have, and hope not all of them pierce you, which it'll probably happen at the end of the day. Or you can choose to persevere, stand tall, and start ripping them sons of bitches out of the air and breaking them over your knee and saying, fuck that, forget that shit, that ain't me, nobody knows what the fuck I'm on, boom, pow, bam, and keep moving. That is how I view adversity. That is how I view persistence. And if you can have that mental image as you are going through a day and something just... You thought you were going what direction? Oh, hell no, shawty. Come back this way. We're going here. You thought you were going to reach that goal today. Oh, hell no. When that happens, so it's, ah, it's a flaming arrow. It's got to break it over the old knee. And if you want to, use use my favorite. You, you use my absolute favorite. Give them the blades. Just give them the blades. You just got to keep persisting. You give them one, give them two. If they need a third, that's all right. But give them the blades. Persistence, delusion, persistence, final gratitude. And it's something that is so overlooked, but so easy. People think that you have to do this whole grandiose, wild, uh, roll out the red carpet deal to show gratitude. When it's as simple as you can get up with a pad and a paper next to your bed every damn morning and before you allow your feet to hit that floor, before opening up the bird app, before opening up InstaSlam, before sending that email, before sending that text, you write down but three things you are grateful for. You rip off that piece of paper and you put it in your pocket or you put it next to you, you stick it on your wall, whatever, and you keep it with you for the rest of the day. I promise you it is impossible not to be grateful. It is impossible not to see other areas in your life to be grateful. It is impossible not to see other places and, and literally go out of your way to see the gratitude in that situation. And... I know I share it all the time, but I am beyond grateful for you guys. I am beyond grateful for you allowing me to share this message with you. I'm beyond grateful for the people outside mowing. So, hey, I can have some, some beautiful grass to look at. Not ideal during the old motivation minutes, but hey, there you go. I'm grateful for each and every one of you. So, you should have that mindset. If you want to find success, success in this life, and my definition of success happy healthy hungry you are happy you are joyous life is good you are healthy you got no problems you got no issues and you are hungry you are fulfilled and you are ready to tackle every single day and absorb any anything that gets thrown on your plate that's what i mean by hungry happy healthy hungry is my definition of success and i close this with close this motivations with this today my friends if not now when and if not you who and that does it for my motivation minutes of the day. All right, my friends, that is officially episode number 258 of the Talking the Line podcast. I got to get on up and get on out because I got another show to get on. Uh, episode number five of season three of the Wise Words podcast. 
That's right. Recording it here today, dropping 12 p.m. Central on the YouTube channel, as well as all major podcast directories right after that, and then clips, everything coming out. So check it all out, talkingline.com slash wise-words-podcast, or just visit the link tree in this episode's description where you can find every single thing right there. Outside of that, ladies and gentlemen, degenerates and gamblers, far and wide for myself. <laughs> You're humbled, honored, hyped, and always Andy Capinos, Colton Cap, and Colt Soroka. I can't thank you enough for choosing to stop by, hang out with me, and make my Mondays better. Thank you for allowing me to be me, for me to be the real version, to share my insights, to, uh, insights, to share my analysis, to share my bets, whether you ride them or you fade them, to hopefully make you laugh a little bit, to hopefully provide that mental vacation to hopefully provide a couple of rabbit holes for you to dive in that you would have never thought of otherwise. Maybe provide a saying you never heard before and make you laugh too. I don't know. Whatever it might be, I hope I can provide that for you. And I just want to thank you guys for providing that for me. Thank you for allowing me to show up every single day, chase my passion, chase my goals, and and be able to pivot and not even pivot, just get myself more involved in other industries and other spaces because of that. So... Thank you guys so much. I see you, your likes, your views, your shares, your subscriptions, your retweets, everything. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for all of it. For now, and uh, to all you mowers out there, I hope you have a spectacular rest of your Monday, unless you have any plans. Nothing but a T-E-R-R-I-F-I-C resty afternoon filled with nothing but trips to the pay window. And as per usual, you know how we close this here show. Let's cash some tickets. <laughs>